Welcome to today's edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In addition to feature reports, I'll bring you a look at regional and national agricultural news. And the show starts right after this. We're waking up to a new dawn in agriculture. A better way, where farmers stop working the soil and start working with it. At Huma, our carbon-rich, humate-based products improve soil health and fertility, deliver nutrients more efficiently, and reduce crop input costs. Welcome to Humix Solutions with a Human Touch. Visit Huma.us to learn more. California officially kicked off a new international climate initiative that creates a partnership of sub-national governments that are committed to reducing methane at the United Nations Climate Change Conference hosted in Dubai. The effort, which was initially announced in September during Climate Week, has expanded to 15 signatories, which include additions from Brazil, Canada, South Korea, Bolivia, Germany, Spain, and the United States. The sub-national methane action coalition creates collaboration with jurisdictions that oversee and regulate key sources of methane, such as agriculture, energy, and landfills to share goals and pesticide practices in reducing the short-lived climate pollutant that accounts for almost 30% of current global warming and is 80% times more potent than carbon dioxide over a 20-year period. The science is clear that tackling methane emissions is one of the best investments they can make to fight climate change now and produce benefits in the near future to leave a better planet for generations to come. That according to Leanne Randolph, chair of the California Air Resources Board, Randolph says that California is ready to partner with governments across the world to implement actionable and effective solutions. With leadership from dairies, California agriculture has been working to reduce methane emissions for a number of years. In addition, efforts will require global solutions, bold ideas, and international partnerships to achieve the maximum reductions needed to accomplish the shared climate change goals, according to Karen Ross, California's Secretary for the Department of Food and Agriculture. California set a goal to reduce 40% of its methane emissions by 2030 compared to 2013 levels and is leading the country with innovative solutions, including $100 million in funding to support a constellation of satellites that can monitor for large methane plumes. The California Air Resources Board, California Environmental Protection Agency, the California Natural Resources Agency, and California Department of Food and Agriculture collaborate in the state's international engagements on methane. Since methane is a potent green House gas with a short atmospheric lifespan, methane emissions reductions can reduce the effects of climate change in the short term and are critical for putting the world on path to limit warming by one and a half degrees Celsius. For those who want to enjoy garden therapy in a sensory garden, FarmSmart is now having open garden hours for the month of December for families. FarmSmart is an educational agricultural site associated with the University of California Division of Agriculture and Natural Resources Desert Research and Extension Center in Holtville. It has become a staple for elementary school field trips and community outreach for 22 years in the Imperial Valley. As the center continues to grow in staff, so do opportunities. FarmSmart received a grant to continue expanding its educational resources for its healthy choices, fourth to sixth grade field trips by adding a front garden to their location. The Century Garden grows California native plants and vegetation as part of its teaching curriculum about agriculture in indigenous communities. The Sensory Garden offers the public free access to enjoy the newly planned 
Planet Garden and roam around the location outside of field trip hours. Like an open house, there's no itinerary or scheduled activities. Whether you want to learn about species, help water plants, or walk around with a family, it is the space to do so. Guides encourage bird watching, plant and insect classification activities, and scavenger hunts for guests. And they also provide learning essentials and gardening tools for children to use as needed. Guardian Agriculture, the leading developer of electrical vertical takeoff and landing systems for commercial scale sustainable farming, has announced it has become the first EV toll manufacturer to begin commercial operations. Guardian recently began operating four of its aviation grade EV toll aircraft spraying crops in the Salinas Valley region of California. Guardian's EV tolls spray crops more efficiently, sustainably, and safely than traditional crop dusters or ground-based equipment, according to the company. Its systems are fully programmable, repeatable, and simple to operate. A single Guardian EV toll system can cover up to 60 acres per hour, can carry a 200-pound payload, and has a combined tank fill and supercharge time of less than one minute. Guardian is operating in a global commercial agriculture segment valued at $65 billion annually. Joe Garcia is bringing nearly 40 years of supply chain technical experience to Intelligistics as Director of Sales Retail Supply Chain. Garcia began his career managing technical services for Dole Food Company and Del Monte Tropical Fruit Company and was most recently a regional sales manager at Delta Track. Garcia reports to Rayo Mandava, CEO and Chairman of Intelligistics. Garcia spent the bulk of his career researching, adopting and selling technical solutions to increase efficiency and ensure quality assurance for the parish supply chain. He says growers and retailers have been monitoring the supply chain and collecting data for decades, but using that data to enhance profitability has been a significant challenge. Intelligistics's use of artificial intelligence and machine learning to predict remaining shelf life, reduce operational labor, and identify areas for process improvement is game-changing, he said. The IntelliView data platform from Intelligistics collects and analyzes data from a wide range of existing data sources and third-party sensors and recorders. The customizable real-time user dashboards can help companies identify and highlight what is most important to them and help them take steps to improve operations and profitability by improving quality, reducing labor demands, and turning regulatory compliance into a profit center. Intelligistics is uniquely placed in perishables industries using Silicon Valley technology and process improvements to bring digital transformation, turn data into clear actions, and deliver high-value improvements to supply chain and cold chain performance for perishable commodities according to the company. Ocean Mist Farms, a grower and marketer of fresh artichokes in North America, advises that its Oxnard winter crop artichoke program is in full production. The Coachella season is just beginning with excellent volumes to meet customer demand. The quality of these artichokes coming out of Oxnard look exceptional and volumes are strong, according to Rick Bravo, Vice President of Sales and Marketing. After the weather challenges from last year, which contributed to a lighter December harvest, this is a great opportunity for retailers to generate some strong year-over-year performance to close out Q4 of 2020. 2023. They have the quality and promotable volumes to support customer demand through the holiday season. That according to Ocean Mist Commodity Manager Ben Wilson, he says this is the perfect opportunity for ads and promotions that will generate buzz and excitement in produce departments and get artichokes and carts. As it migrates its growing operations in the fall each year, Ocean Mist Farms has four winter growing regions with its main winter crop operation being in Coachella. Developing the science of what crops are grown when and where as it migrates its operations north to south ensures the year-round availability of its entire product line. We know it's been tough managing inputs and resources lately. 
That's why we're inviting you to the Inputs Ag Summit on January 10th in Fresno, California. This event is a lifeline for specialty crop growers, PCAs, CCAs, and applicators alike. It's your opportunity to get help in today's challenging landscape. What will you find at the Input Ag Summit? Cost-saving seminars, networking with experts, special panel discussions, and solutions for hard times. Visit myaglife.com backslash events today to sign up for this new and exciting conference. We have a lot of opportunities. Uh, you know, we've been working, you know, to open new markets for a lot of our growers, especially on the export side. I think there's a lot of, you know, value that can be had there, and and just helping, you know, create those partnerships worldwide. And you know, like I said, if, if you know, as more markets come, you know, come to bear, you know, that that should hopefully result in higher prices for, you know, for our commodities, uh, which again helps, you know, helps our communities and, and and helps our, you know, helps our growers as well. Daniel Hartwig, the new president of the California Fresh Fruit Association, discussed opportunities for the fresh fruit industry. Hartwig replaces Ian LeMay, the new president and CEO of the California Table Grape Commission. Hartwig has extensive experience in the private sector and at agriculture associations. Since 2014, he has been with Wolf Enterprises, first as a procurement manager and most recently as director of sustainability. He's also served on the board of the Fresno County Farm Bureau, including board president from 2020 to 2022, and is a recent graduate of the 49th class of the California Agricultural Leadership Program. Hartwig gave his perspective on some of the challenges he sees the fresh fruit industry facing right now and how the California Fresh Fruit Association will continue to address these under new leadership. Like anything in farming right now, uh, things are pretty pretty challenging uh, for for so many commodities. Uh, you know, of course, we had the hill, uh, the the hurricane that came through earlier this uh, this year, uh, really caused a lot of damage and really hurt quite a bit of our uh, our shippers, uh, especially in the in the South Valley. Uh, that's been a huge challenge for a lot of folks going forward. A lot of the labor regulations uh, that we're that we're seeing as well, uh, just again, uh, huge challenges. Food safety. Uh, a lot of the regulations, making sure that we're, you know, keeping uh, keeping up to speed on that, and uh, making sure we're providing safe, you know, safe food for, uh, for you know, so much of the world that we do, and then just a regulatory environment in California, right? It's it's super challenging to do business here in California. You know, we're we're about the most highly regulated industry there is, and uh, so making sure that uh, that you know we're we're kind of keeping the world free for farming is one of the big challenges that we're looking at. You know, we advocate, of course, on behalf of our growers. Uh, you know, going to Sacramento, going to Washington D.C., and just make sure that uh, you know our voices are being heard. The the voices of our growers and our shippers. Uh, you know, that they have a voice. You know, again, it's it's a really challenging political landscape. But, you know, like I so said, we have to be able to advocate and, and be effective, uh, you know, on, on behalf of our, our members. Coming into the new position as president, Hartwig sees opportunities for improvement in the fresh fruit market. We've been working, you know, to open new markets for a lot of our growers, especially on the export side. I think there's a lot of, you know, value that can be had there and, and just helping, you know, create those partnerships worldwide. Uh, again, like I said, if, if, you know, as more markets come, you know, come to bear, you know, that, that should hopefully result in higher prices for, you know, for our commodities, uh, which again helps, you know, helps our communities and, and, and helps our, you know, helps our growers as well. We've been really blessed with having a great uh, water year. Uh, there's not much I can do. I wish, I wish there was more I personally could do to, uh, to, you know, to help more rainfall. I can try to do a rain dance or something like that, uh, but I'm not sure uh, how effective that one would be. But again, like I said, there, you know, there has been 
you know, at least we, we do have the positive to, you know, positivity to look forward to. Uh, there's been, you know, more storage, you know, being created, you know, which, which again should help, you know, the whole state uh, to, to be able to have, you know, more water supply. And I think there's been a lot of, you know, work done. Uh, Sigma, you know, is going to have, you know, some definite impacts for, for a lot of our folks. Uh, but there's been a lot of great, you know, great uh, work being done in terms of like improving recharge uh, and getting more water stored for, you know, for those, you know, for those tough, you know, tough water years. Hartwig indicated the new position is a lot to take in after finishing up his first week, but is looking forward to advocating on behalf of California's fresh root growers and shippers. My family's uh, been farming for, gosh, I don't even know how long now. I've, I've kind of lost count, 70 years, I think. Uh, you know, we grew tree fruit when I was a kid. You know, and like I said, you know, but I, you know, my brother and I still farm. We, you know, we have our own uh, farming operation. Uh, so, you know, I, I just look forward to being able to represent growers uh, and shippers uh, on, on all these issues, because again, like I said, farming, you know, has to be able to work together. We have to you know, be able to be a, you know, a cohesive team uh, because there's so many people that are, you know, looking to work against us. So if, if we aren't working together, it's just going to be a really challenging thing for, for, you know, for our members. You're listening to My Ag Life. I'm Taylor Jahlstrom. We're thrilled to announce that the North Valley Nut Conference is taking place on January 31st at Silver Dollar Fairgrounds in Chico, California. This event is held in conjunction with University of California Cooperative Extension. It's a golden opportunity for professionals in the tree nut industry. Network with our exhibitors and sponsors who are committed to your success in the orchard. Earn valuable continuing education units and expand your knowledge on the latest industry trends. Listen to our expert speakers, share valuable insights and practical advice, but attendance is filling up fast. So make sure you visit myaglife.com backslash events and register today. We hope to see you there. USA will be among three agencies overseeing proposed efforts to reduce food loss and waste and in turn greenhouse gas emissions, according to a draft strategy released recently. USA Ag News reporter Rod Bain shares more. We are lowering emissions, not only in energy and transportation, but in industry, agriculture, buildings, and construction. Vice President Kamala Harris over the weekend in the United Arab Emirates, site of the 28th United Nations Climate Change Conference. Also announced at COP28 this past weekend, a draft look at a proposed national strategy for reducing food loss and waste and recycling organics. The Agriculture Department, along with the Environmental Protection Agency and Food and Drug Administration, will oversee this effort, not just for food waste reduction, but climate mitigation as well. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, via press release, says this is another example of developing innovative solutions and using interagency coordination to address issues such as lowering food loss and waste and greenhouse emissions and recycling organics. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. The outlook for nitrogen fertilizer appears to be positive as we move into 2024. Prices move lower in 2023 with more supply returning to the market and nutrients became more affordable. With these factors in place, the outlook for nitrogen looks to be stable with high demand and supply continuing to increase along with somewhat stable prices. However, there are wild cards that could change the outlook dramatically in a new year. These include war in the Middle East, natural gas prices, crop prices, and spring weather influencing farmers as planting decisions and how farmers 
Pharmacy affordability of fertilizer and other inputs. According to the International Fertilizer Association, consumption of fertilizers worldwide is expected to recover by 4% in 2023 to 192.5 million metric tons, a record level of 200.2 million metric tons of fertilizer was used in 2020. Global ammonia production declined by an estimated 1% to 182.2 million metric tons in 2022, according to IFA. Lower fertilizer affordability is a main reason fertilizer consumption dropped between 2020 and 2022, with global fertilizer usage at a 3% increase in 2023 after a 7% decline in 2022. Rabobank estimates 2023 was a much calmer year than 2022, with global fertilizer usage at a 3% increase after a 7% decline the year before. Farm debt balances at commercial banks grew steadily in the third quarter, but loan performance remained strong in the Kansas City Fed's district. Despite some indications of slower lending activity in recent surveys and subdued loan demand for some lenders, outstanding debt at commercial banks in aggregate grew at a pace similar to last year. Alongside outgoing strength in farm finances, delinquency rates on agricultural loans dropped for the third consecutive year and remained at historically low levels. Steady loan growth has coincided with a pullback in deposit growth and firm liquidity at agricultural banks. Profits for agricultural banks have stayed solid with support from higher interest income. The balance of agricultural debt continued to increase alongside a growing demand for production loans. According to commercial bank call reports, farm debt was 5% higher than the same time last year and increased at a similar pace for almost two years. Due to an overplanting of Christmas trees 10 to 15 years ago, Tim O'Connor with the National Christmas Tree Association says that they are experiencing a shortage of Christmas trees this year. The growers were not profitable. They were in an oversupply situation. Too many trees had been planted for the demand that existed and growers were selling at below break-even prices. But he says this is not a long-term problem. More trees come into the marketplace in the future. They're planted they're growing and in the not too distant future, there'll be more trees to harvest every year than we're currently experiencing. Then the question on whether or not Christmas tree growers will profit remains. Or will it create another oversupply situation and start another cycle down? Tim O'Connor with the National Christmas Tree Association. NCTA conducts a survey of consumers each year in January to monitor consumer Christmas tree purchasing trends. The 2022 survey results projected 22.34 million real Christmas trees were purchased. Those who purchased a Christmas tree spent an average of $80 for their tree. Of those trees purchased, about 31% came from choose and cut farms. Almost 20% came from chain stores. Nurseries accounted for about 17% of sales and retail for about 16% of sales. Nonprofit organizations sold about 8% of Christmas trees and about 7% of Christmas tree buyers bought them online last year, according to the survey. The development of Rural America hinges on access to good credit. By aligning agricultural loan programs with the evolving face of farming, it becomes easier for young farmers to secure crucial credit for their farming and ranching endeavors. Rising interest rates pose a pressing concern in this landscape, and the American Bankers Association has taken proactive steps such as the creation and advocacy of the Acre Act. Ed Elfman, Senior Vice President of Agriculture and Rural Banking Policy with the American Bankers Association, sheds light on this initiative. We are working and have worked with some others on a piece of legislation called the Acre Act, Access to Credit for Our Rural Economy Act. What that would do is remove the taxation on farm, taxation on income earned from interest on farm real estate, rural housing, and aquaculture. 
But what that would ultimately do from our analysis is lower interest rates 50 to 150 basis points. Because when you put together an interest rate, it's cost and it's risk. So if we can lower the cost side, we can lower the interest rate. So that's one way we're going to try to fight the interest rate, rising interest rate environment. The other thing with Acre, it's got 46 co-sponsors in the House. It's just starting to work through the Senate as well. It's bipartisan. It's bicameral. Um, But access to credit is a huge issue in rural America. It really is. And we need to do everything we can to lower that cost of credit and provide it to as many people as possible. Ed Elfman, Senior Vice President of Agriculture and Rural Banking Policy with the American Bankers Association. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Nut Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. Thank you.